Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. God, speak to us now. Do what you do when you do how you do when you do it. Why? Because you do it amazingly well. We're open. We're ready. The atmosphere in this building is ready. And I pray that the atmosphere at everybody's house is ready. Our next 12 will be our best 12. And you will get the glory out of everything that we do. We're about to find out why we couldn't die. We're about to find out why certain things didn't work. We're about to find out why certain doors had to close. We're about to find out why certain relationships had to be set down. Because what you're about to do for us, there's no time for dead weight. There's no time for distractions. There's no time for anything to get us off of our square. There's no time for anything to get us off of our assignment. I need you to release a praise before we get into this word on three. One, two, three, go. Let's go. Somebody say, this is better than that. Say it again. Say, this is better than that. Let's go to work Wednesday. Our series this year is Set It Off. I need to welcome you to 2021. And somebody say, Bishop, we've already been in the month for a few days. I understand that. But sometimes you need to be reminded this is not 2020. This is not your past. This is never a year you've ever experienced before. The Bible says that behold, I do a what? A new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I don't need you to think that anything you're going to face this year is going to match anything you faced in the past. You may face things that are similar, but somebody say they are not the same. Set it off, uh, and I've been driving home this message for you in this series, that your next 12 will be your best 12. I wanted to spend the whole first month of this year to drive that home, so that if you don't remember anything this year, your confession will be my next 12, or my, come on, y'all type it on the screen in the building, you say it, say my next 12, or my best 12. 
Here's why, because of what you do differently. It is not just about us confessing it. You're about to make some changes in your life that are going to ensure you see it. It is not enough to just say it and not prepare for it. Let's go. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, which means proof that I believe my next 12 will be my best 12 is that I'm dropping all of my sorry ways. Mm. I'm dropping all of my sorry habits. I'm dropping all of my excuses. I'm dropping all of my sorry friends. Let's go. I'm dropping everybody that does not want to go with me into my best. Proof that I believe my next 12 will be my best 12 is that I've decided to be my best me. And because I'm changing, I expect things around me to change. I'm not just asking God to do it. I'm showing him that I'm ready for it. Would you open your mouth and say, he's ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, which means proof that I believe that is that I'm doing things differently. I got a new attitude. I got a new walk. I got a new talk. I am living life in a different way than I've lived it in my last 12, which is me showing God that I have faith for my next 12 to be my best 12. Listen, uh, in Sunday's message and another one, if you miss Sunday, oh my God, you got to go watch both of them from Sunday. Now, listen, the children of Israel, they had finally got to this place in their journey where they set it off, and one thing changed everything. Say one thing, thing. changed everything. We looked at this in Joshua chapter 1, verse 11. He says, prepare your provisions, for within three days you are to pass over this Jordan to go in and take possession of it. Somebody say, within three days. Now, I want to remind you, they have already spent 430 years in Egyptian bondage. Egypt means narrow. It means confined. It means tight. So whenever you see Egypt or Egyptian bondage, it's not just the slavery that was in the land. It was that it confined them. Hear me. It put them in a box that God never created. It made them begin to see themselves as less than they really were. See, because the enemy, watch me, he doesn't have to lock you up. He just needs you to think you locked up. Let's go. He... Can we be honest? There are many people that have freedom, but they live like they're locked up because in their mind, you got all these boxes. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I messed up over here. I screwed this up. I did that. You better learn how to say if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation and all things are passed away, which means yesterday has passed away. Five minutes ago has passed away. A minute ago has passed away and all things are made new. So for 430 years, they're in confinement. Say confinement. Then they come out overnight. They come out overnight. And after they come out overnight, uh, the scripture makes it clear. Pharaoh chases them. They get to the Red Sea. Moses lifts his hands. And the Lord sends a storm. The water parts. They walk across on dry land. The Lord vaporizes the water out of the dry land. They walk across. God lets Pharaoh army chase them. Stop. Let me help some of you. There are certain things God has not stopped because he's playing your enemy. See, for some of you, you don't understand how God works. You're like, God, why aren't you doing that? He's like, he, I am. I'm luring them into a trap. The trap that they set for you is for them. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I let Pharaoh's army chase them down into the Red Sea only to blow on the water and make the water drown them. In other words, don't you for one second think I'm letting your enemy get away with how they treated you. Don't you for one second try to clap back vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He lets Pharaoh's army run into the Red Sea. And you got to imagine how they felt. They probably felt like, God, here you go again. You bring me out here to lead me. Here you go again. I get my faith up and you drop me. And some of you, that's where you've been. God, here you go. And some of you are scared to believe your next 12 will be your best 12 because you think, God, here you go again. 
Now realizing God says, I'm literally playing your enemy. Please understand, listen, you can't play the original. And the problem with some of your enemies is they think they so slick. They think that, y'all ain't goes, they're so shysty. That you've been messing with some skeezers. They just think that they got it all figured out. And what they don't understand is God says, baby, I'm the original. Often imitated, never duplicated. He'll draw them out into what they think is going to be open season on you. And then he'll shut them down. And I prophesy to everybody under the sound of my voice, whatever from your past that's been chasing you into your present. Before you exit this month of January, I prophesy that will be shut down. You can sleep on what I said if you want to. But 1 Samuel 3.19 says, And the Lord was with Bishop and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Open your mouth, say, shut it down. God, shut it down. What's an enemy? Anything that opposes your forward progress. Pharaoh and his army opposed their forward progress. Notice, he opposed them from behind them, not in front of them. Which means most of your opposition isn't ahead of you. It's behind you trying to get you to listen so that you turn your focus from what's ahead of you to, mm, I rebuke you turning your head. Keep your head on that. You can't drive your car from your rearview mirror. I need you to drive that car looking through the windshield. And ahead of you, let me tell you what's, uh, what, what is that? What is that? What is that? Your next 12 looking like they're going to be your best 12. Your next 12 looking like you're about to walk in a level of enjoyment for your life you've never walked here. You look shalom like nothing is missing and nothing is broken and nothing is lacking and all is well. Notice the opposition for them came from behind them. Came from behind them. So he comes in and the Lord drowns Pharaoh's army. He leaves Pharaoh alive and he makes Pharaoh watch them cross over. He says, listen, to the ringleader, to the one stirring up the most trouble, to the one that was organizing people against you, to the one that was having little meetings against you, to the one who was inviting people over their house to sit up and talk about you. Uh God says, I'm going to lead them alive so they can watch you cross over. And they ain't going to be able to do nothing except their God, say their God must be God. The only thing Pharaoh can say is, you know what? I threw everything I had against them. And guess what I found out? I better not mess with them. Why? If God be for you, who would dare be against you? So now they're in the wilderness. Moses dies. They wandered for 40 years. They come out when Moses is 80. They wandered for 40 years. Moses dies at 120. When Moses dies, Joshua takes over. They mourn for 30 days. After 30 days of mourning, Joshua assumes command. In other words, what if, you ready for this? Let's go Wednesday. This is Wednesday, so we're going to teach a little deep. What if Moses and Joshua weren't two people but two persons in you? What if Moses and Joshua didn't represent two generations, but they represented two mindsets in you? I'm going to throw this mic if you look at me like that again. What if you used to act like Moses, but in your 2021, God says, I need you to act like Joshua. What's the difference? Moses was so concerned about what the people were doing, and Joshua said, y'all can do what y'all want to do, but it's for me and my house. We so serve the Lord. What if God says, I need to kill the Moses in you so that the Joshua in you can live? It's about time for you to take some territory. 
What's the difference? Moses wandered and talked about it. Joshua did it. Moses wandered and talked about it. Joshua did it. Moses was caught up with people. Let me tell you what I got delivered from. I'm not, listen, let me, tell, let me help you with something. Let me tell you what I got delivered from. Look, look, look. Sometimes you just need to let people in your life know, look, look, if, if you ain't coming with me, I need you to hurry up and make that clear. Some of y'all need to be grateful that you didn't waste more time. You need to be grateful that they, that they quit you early. You need to be grateful that they walked out early. Why? Because you are not ordained to come with me into my, past my joy. You are not ordained to walk with me into my next. And I'm glad I found out now. Some of y'all got to be like Jesus with Judas. Do what you must do. And could you hurry up, ninja? I got places to go. I got things to do. I got people to see. I got a life to live. Joshua takes over. And when Joshua takes over, look at his words. In Joshua 111, he says, look, we have been waiting for 430 years plus 40. So now that's 470 years plus 30 days. 470 years and a month. <laughs> Just pretend like the whole rest of your life has been your 470 years. Y'all are too quiet for me. Just pretend like every year up until 2021. Y'all ain't hearing me. I just need you to act like your teens, your 20s, your 30s, however old you are. I just need you to act like the whole rest of your life represented your 470 years. But in 33 days, let me see here, in the first 33 days of this year, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. In one month, they decided we're about to cross over this joint. Open up your mouth and say, I'm crossing over. Because when Joshua took command, Joshua said, I ain't playing with y'all. Moses wants to sit up and have meetings. I'm not meeting with you. I said, A, you gave me Z, you got to go. I ain't playing with you. Why? Joshua said, I'm not going to live my life like I have unlimited time. Because I don't. I got to maximize my time. The Bible says our days are numbered. That's why the scripture says teach us to number our days. In other words, teach us to live like we don't have a time that is never going to run out. Teach us how to redeem our time. Which means, let me tell you why you don't have time to be bitter. It's a waste of time. Let me tell you why you don't have time to get pulled into fights with people. It's a waste of time. Let me tell you why you don't have time to be having people uh, having issues and outs and all that type of stuff. It's a waste of time. And every moment this year, you need to spend it moving forward, not fussing with people trying to get... Some of y'all need, yeah, see, listen, well, before you came to the Lord, you were, had a little bit G, a G in you. You had a little G in you. It had a little hood tendencies in you. And for some of y'all, I need you to pull just a teaspoon of that back out. And I need you to say, look, I'm going forward, and if you ain't coming, bye. Holla, gotta go. <laughs> say, I'm in Joshua 111. Uh-uh, say it like an army. Say, I'm in Joshua 111. Say it strong. Say, I'm in Joshua 111. Joshua said in three days, he says, it's been 470 years and a month. 470 years and a month. You're not catching it. 470 years, the whole rest of your life. And I'm off. Let me try these people, because these people ain't saying them. 470 years, and I'm off. Say, this is that month. 
and this is so much better than that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. So look, so look, so look, so look. So we shouted. You can be seated. You can be seated. You can stand whatever you want to do. You can stand, roll, do whatever you want. We shouted when they went to take the first city. They crossed the Jordan River, and they're taking the first city. They, they go to Gilgal. The Lord has Joshua to circumcise them. I taught you about that on Sunday and last Wednesday. And then he says, listen, now let's take Jericho. Now we shouted on Sunday when they took Jericho. The Bible says that they marched around the city one, day, one time each day. For six days, on the seventh day, they marched around it for seven times. Six is the biblical number of man, which means God says, I need to kill something in you so your process will kill it. I'm going to make you keep going through this so I can kill something in you. Because all this inconsistency you've been doing, ooh, but we ain't going to be able to do that. So I'm going to kill that in you. I'm going to make you go in circles until I kill that trifling. I'm going to make, y'all ain't going to talk. I'm going to make you go in circles until I kill that low self-esteem. I'm going to make you go in circles until I kill what needs to die. Then on the seventh day, he says, now march around it seven times. Which means, watch me, things will seem like it's the same when I'm closest to crossing over. Anybody has some areas of your life where you're like, this feels like something I've been through before. C can I tell you that whenever you sense that, here's what the enemy wants you to do, to stop. Because in your mind, you think you're going in the wrong direction. You are not going in the wrong direction. God says, I'm completing something in you. And what you thought was just a stupid cycle, a stupid thing to do, a stupid pattern. God says, but I completed it, something in you. What did you learn how to do? Obey me no matter what. What did you learn how to do? Follow the doggone instructions like I told you. And now that you've learned how to obey, baby, I'm about to blow your mind. So on the seventh day, they do it seven times. And then the Bible says they heard it so far. Give me the so far real quick. They heard it so far. And once they heard it so far, the Bible says that they shouted. Somebody said they shouted after they heard the so far. In the scripture, it says trumpets. That's the Greek version of so far. They heard that, then they shouted. It don't make sense, but it make faith. Don't make sense, but it make faith. Don't make sense, but it make faith. This is a spiritual weapon. This is a spiritual weapon. It don't make sense, but it makes faith. That makes sense, but it makes faith. That makes sense, but it makes faith. That makes sense, but it makes faith. Now watch. Then the Bible says, all of a sudden, come knock this down. And knock it down nice. Knock this one down. Uh-huh. Knock this one down. See, you were, you were planning for an obstacle you were never going to have to deal with. And because, because you, listen, let me tell you, some of you all, listen, you try to intellectualize God as if you have the capacity to understand him from an intellectual perspective anyhow. I don't care how ill you that you may think you are or what level of intellectual prowess you think you possess. The reality is, is that whatever you study will eventually take you back to God. Which means God says, listen, you can study everything. You can have more degrees than a thermometer and still never understand me. My ways are unsearchable. My thoughts are higher than yours. My ways are higher than yours. You were sitting to plan, watch me, you were planning to knock the walls down yourself. You were getting crews together talking about how we're going to climb these walls because you wouldn't follow the instruction. You were preparing to deal with an obstacle you were never going to have to face. You were never going to have to face how to finance it. He was going to make them give you the cash. Play with me if you want to. 
you are never going to have to deal with that issue. But God says, I need to teach you how to obey because you're not about to climb the wall. You're about to shout and watch it fall. You're not about to have to worry about financing. The money's going to show up for you. You're... I need you to get that because sometimes we want to say, okay, listen, here's, you call it wisdom. You call it wisdom. You say, I just want to walk with wisdom. I just want to walk with wisdom. I need to start planning for how to get over these walls. I need to start planning. What does wall mean? It means an obstacle that's blocking you from something that belongs to you. An obstacle that's blocking you from something that belongs to you. And listen, listen, God says, listen, I got somebody in the walls. Her name was Rahab. I talked to you about her before. I got somebody in the walls that's already set this thing up. And listen, listen, you're not going to have to actually deal with the obstacle. When you obey me, the obstacle is going to move. Just like you were never going to have to get in the Jordan River, or excuse me, you were never going to have to go all the way through the Jordan River. The moment you stepped in there and did what I said, I parted the water so you went across. You were never going to have to swim through the Red Sea. That's why I never let you get swimming lessons. You'll catch it. Some of you are like, I feel so unprepared. Duh, because what you think you're going to have to deal with, you're not going to have to deal with. You're not unprepared. God says, I got you right where I want you. And you know what you need to know? You've been through what you need to been through? Go through somebody saying, I'm ready. He's ready. Let's go. So all of this knocked down. And the Bible says they knocked down straight away. And here's what they do. They just walked in. Like, you're planning for this big fight. Some of y'all are planning for, look, I got to pray before I go talk to so-and-so because, you know, I don't know how it's going to go. You're planning for all that. And God says, all you're going to do is just. Because when I obeyed spiritually, he set me up practically. When I obeyed in the realm of the spirit, he set me up in the natural. Like, you're expecting all of this stuff. You're doing all of this stuff, and you feel good doing all this stuff. And God is like, I literally just need you to obey. Let me kill something in you. Learn how to complete stuff. Learn how to have some follow-through. Lay your hands on yourself and say, complete something. Say, have follow-through this year. I rebuke every ounce of you that likes to leave stuff undone. This is going to be a year you're a finisher. What you start, you will complete. No more notebooks full of stuff you never do. No more computers full of stuff you never do. I prophesy this is the year you actually get it done. Open your mouth and say, my next 12 will be my best 12. So, so they do that. And the Bible says, and the walls fall. They step over. That was easy. Let me help you. It looked hard as heck from out here. But the moment I got in there, <laughs> but the moment I followed the instructions. So, Bishop, what are my instructions? You come to church to get a message that gives you instructions. You literally get instructions Sundays and Mondays and Wednesdays. Somebody like, God, what do you want me to do? Have you been listening? You get your instructions every Sunday, every Monday, every Wednesday. And four times on Sunday at that, I might add. Then pop-ups. Some of y'all are like, God, what are you saying? What are you saying? He said, if, I, if she... I give you these instructions over and over and over again. And here's what you're wanting. You are wanting an exception. Because you think you deserve privilege. 
And the reality is God says the same way I did it for everybody else is going to be the same way for you. Because the favor was in the fact they never had to climb the wall. They didn't have to get no construction equipment to dig under the wall. Look, you were planning to get dirty and get in the mud to get up under the wall. And God says, you ain't going to have to get dirty for this. You ain't going to have to scheme for this. You ain't going to have to lie on your taxes for this. Y'all ain't talking to me. You're not going to have to do anything underhanded to get this done. You ain't going to be claiming other people's kids on your taxes. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right now. So they stepped in. Somebody said they stepped in. Check, check this out. Here was their pattern, though, Wednesday. Whenever they faced a difficult this, they returned to that. But this is better than that. And here's what all of their behavior boils down to. They complained. They were negative. They, they, I, I taught you how they acted in the wilderness and even how they started trying to buck up with Joshua. And Joshua was different than Moses. Moses Moses, like, oh, Lord, that you might have mercy. Joshua said, kill him. Matter of fact, here they go. Kill him. Kill her. Is she still breathing? Get her. You ready? Here's what happens. You ready for this? They ignored their progress. So they began to regress. Which means that to return to a former or less developed state. First thing that happened when they got to the Red Sea. You brought us out here to die. You just came out of slavery. Rich. A new wardrobe. New good money. Bible says they plundered the Egyptians. And the first thing on your mind to do is to regress. Because the moment it was difficult, you wanted to regress. I came to get somebody on Wednesday. Because when you face some difficult things in 2021, regression is no longer an option. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I need you to open your mouth, please, and say, I will not regress this year. The moment you run into a disagreement, now you're talking about I don't know no more. The moment you get checked, you're talking about I'm grown. Ain't nobody finna talk to me with that. They return, listen, to a former or less developed state. Here's the first thing. They came out of Egypt. Egypt never got out of them, so he had to kill those that thought that way. Why did they wander for 40 years? It took that long for that whole generation to die. However long you've had to wander, that's how long it's taken to kill that version of you. But I came to tell you, somebody say, but I'm ready now. You better say that thing with some authority say, but I'm ready now. A former, or watch me, a less developed state. In other words, you're mature, but you act immature. You're skilled, but you act unskilled. You're learned, but you act unlearned. The moment something became difficult, the moment they faked faced a difficult this or that rather they returned back they regressed they ignored their progress if I look at me how many of us can be honest online you wave your hand in the building you raise your hand where you can be honest that you have found yourself right in this place at some point or another in your life 
We all have. And if you haven't, you are alive. So put so now you have right there. So there you go. There it is. So now everybody can <laughs> We all have. You forget your progress. You forgot that you've already beat cancer. So now when you're facing somebody talking about you, you, cr you crying? Are you kidding me? Y'all ain't saying, you've already overcome abusive relationships. And so somebody's saying they don't want to be with you. You are, you are, you upset? Are you kidding me? You've already beat more than this already. You've already had people scandalize your name. They threw everything they possibly could on it, and you made it through that. And now you mad because one little person on Instagram is trolling you? Uh-uh. Somebody say, this is better than that. All right, so let's look at the first that. We're almost done. You ready? That. Here's the first that. Let's look at this. 430 years of bondage. First that. I've mentioned it already. Let's look at it in detail. Exodus 1 and 14. Exodus. X out of. Exodus. The trip out of. Exodus 1 14. And made their lives bitter. Who did? A new Pharaoh. Made their lives bitter. Everybody say bitter. bitter. Bitterness is the pain, uh, is the residue of a painful experience. So bitterness means it's over, but I'm not over it. It's over, but I'm not over it. It has ended, but it is not ended in me. So the Bible says for 430 years, they're bitter. Listen, for 430 years, they're getting sick because their body can't fight off stuff because they're bitter. For 430 years, they losing weight, gaining weight, got hair growing where it ain't supposed to grow, all this. Why? Because they're bitter. For some of you, let me help you real practically. For some of you, like, I just can't seem to shake this weight because your problem isn't what you eat. Your problem is your bitterness. You carry it in your body. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. And he made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and in brick and in all kinds of work in the field. And all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. Now, I want you to pay attention, though, to what was good. Okay? I'm going to give Bishop Vanna White for a moment. Come over. Watch. They made their lives bitter with what? Hard. What's the next word? Service. The hard part ain't good. The service is. I need you to learn how to find a good even in what was bad. I need you to how to find the help even in what hurt. In mortar and in brick. What does that mean? They learn how to build. That means they learn how to build. They learn how to take nothing and turn it into something. They learn how to be dealt a bad hand and play it well. And so I need you to look back over your last 470 years and say, but I'm grateful for that because I learned how to build something. I'm grateful for that. I got some skills up out of that. Maybe I didn't get what I wanted out of it, but I got something out of it. I need you to open your mouth and say, God was all in that thing. Look at this. And in all kinds of work, they learn how to work different kinds of work. I need you to catch that. So even though it was bitter and hard and they were made to work ruthlessly of slaves, they learned how to do different things. Because when you walk into your promise, watch me, when you walk into your promise, you're going to need to be a universal remote. You can't be a specialist. You're going to have to be a generalist. Please hear me. You ain't going to be able to only play drums. You're going to have to play drums and keys and guitar. You're going to have to be Prince. Oh, you go. You can't talk about all I know how to do is type. You're going to have to type and talk. I need you to say, I learned all kinds of work. Come on, here, y'all. Somebody say, even though it was hurtful, 
it was very helpful. You learn how to deal with difficult people. So now when you face difficult people, you ain't tripping over it. You can say, I learned how to handle you in my bad days. I learned how to handle you in my Egypt, baby. And I've dealt with worse from better people. You'll catch that one later. So look, so that was that. But somebody say, this is better than that. So look at Exodus 12, 35. So now they're coming out of this. 430 years. And I want you to look at this. The people of Israel had also done as Moses told them. That's important. When they listened, they progressed. When they stopped listening, they regressed. As a pastor, can I be honest with you? If you regress, it's because you stopped listening. You know what I'm talking about? It ain't working. Mm -mm. You ain't working it. Right? Watch me. For they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold and for clothing. Everything they went to ask for, God gave them. Now, here's what I need you to understand. The Bible says that they had to ask for it, but the Lord gave them favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. You think favor means somebody's supposed to just walk up to you and say, here. Now, that might happen, but much of your favor is going to be you walking up and saying, hey, I like that, and he's going to turn the heart of the decision maker. But you ain't never going to get what you never asked for. I, I need you to open up your mouth and say life and death are in the power of my tongue. You don't know how God has dealt with somebody before you ask them. Last time I was in Atlanta, a pastor drove for three and a half hours just to have brunch with me. I, I, I thought he was in the city, and he said, oh, no, I just got in. I said, got in. He said, oh, I drove three and a half hours. I said, three and a half hours? He said, last time you were here, I missed seeing you. He said, and what you don't know is what you do to inspire me when I watch you. He said, so I wasn't missing you this time. So while other people won't come in the building from across the street, God says, I'll raise up some people that are getting a car and drive hours to come see you because they re-. But he wasn't going to get what he didn't ask for. He wasn't going to receive what he didn't ask for. Open up your mouth and say, if I ask for it, favor gonna give it to me hey can i never have say if i ask for it favor's gonna bring it to me look he asked he got it 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 he asked me some questions i walked him through some questions he followed my instructions i heard from him today he said bishop what you told me to do is amazing. He says, this is the best beginning to the year we've ever had. What are you trying to say, Bishop? I'm not trying to self-aggrandize. No, what I'm trying to do is get you to understand the point. He had to ask for it, but what he didn't know is God already had turned my heart toward him. I need you to open your mouth, please, and say, when I ask for it, favor will bring it to me. So look, so look, let's go. Verse 38. So here's how they come out. Watch me. A mixed multitude also went up with them. Stop. Hebrews only didn't leave Egypt. It was a mixed multitude. Uh oh. <laughs> Some of you all's problem is you are so used to certain people, certain types of people certain races of people, 
certain pedigrees of people. Some of y'all are so used to ratchet people, when you get around good people, you say they acting a certain way. Why are you acting all like that? I need you to get used to some new people because this is better than that. And I need you not to be used to what you're used to because God's about to put some new people around you that don't match where you've been. You used to having to beg people to do stuff for you. He's about to put people in your life that want to do stuff for you. You ought to shout over the new people coming. Go. You can spend so much time trying to get people to be good friends to you. He's going to put a mixed multitude around you of people that show up and say, I'm just glad to be with you. You put your wallet away. You ain't paying for nothing. Put your purse away. You ain't paying for nothing. I'll drive you. I got you. I'll cover you. I'm there for you. A mixed multitude. Somebody say new people. If you are only used, listen, sometimes we, we stay around in the same types of people. Truth is, they're new people, but listen, sometimes they, they are new bodies, but the same person. New body, but the same spirit. You have literally dated the same person for the last 20 years. They were different bodies, but it was the same spirit. It's been the same type of friends for years. New body, same spirit. And God says, listen, this is better than that. I need you to get used to new people. Look what it says. It says a mixed multitude, a mixed multitude, a mixed multitude. Somebody say a mixed multitude. Hallelujah, a mixed multitude. Also went up with them. Which means God says, on your way out, I'm going to put some people around you that maybe don't look like you. That you're not used to being around. That you're not used to people checking on you. So now you're like, I'm trying to figure out why they always checking on me. Because you've been dealing with so many sorry people in your life that they wanted you to do for them and they never did for you. And now God says, I'm sending you up with a mix. You're about to get some people that's going to send you stuff in the mail you didn't ask for. That's going to drop stuff off. I was so blessed yesterday. I walked in my office and something was on the desk. I said, who brought this? Say a mixed multitude. Also went up with them. Listen, and very much livestock, flocks, and herds. Wow. Livestock, flocks, and herds. Say all three. Livestock, flocks, and herds. Say it with me. Flocks and herds. Here's what this means. Say this. It's better than that. I have more to manage now. But watch where I have to manage it in transition. I got livestock, flocks, and herds. I have oxen. I have donkeys. I have sheep. I have a variety of animals, livestock, flocks, and herds. And listen, they all serve a different purpose. The herd is for a stampede. The flock is to be shepherded. And the livestock is to make you money. And I got to deal with all of this at the same time while I'm in transition. <laughs> Some of y'all don't get it. 
And you're like, God, I need to catch my breath. He said, no, boo, you should have did that in 2020 when the earth was shut down. You should have got your stuff together in 2020. Because now you're about to manage all of this at the same time. But I need you to open your mouth and say this about yourself. Say, but I got this because God's got me. You feel, I got this over here, I got this over here. I'm going to school, I'm going to work, I'm serving, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And God is like, good. Great. What, you want an award? What I gave you is the reward. I could trust you with more, so I gave you more. I'm not going to reward you when what I gave you is the reward. All right, let's go. I got to go because I can spend a lot of time right there. Because some of you all, you're frustrated like I got to manage all these people. Listen to what you said. Because there was a day when it was just you. But he's built your business so you got multiple people to meet. And you got the nerve to have an attitude about managing more. That is your reward. <laughs> all right, verse 39. <laughs> I just got to fly all over. And... I better eat up good. Get you some smoothies. Some bars. That is the reward. I trusted you with more. And I trusted you with it in transition. What's transition? Everything around me is moving and I got to manage. Everything around me is moving and I got to manage. Everything around me is moving and I got to manage it. And God is like, but this is better than that. Because remember when you didn't have nothing? I need those of us in this building that are grateful. If you're grateful on three, I need you to just shout, I'm grateful. If God's ever done anything for you. One, two, three. Remember when you didn't have anything. Remember when you were struggling. Remember when you were broken. But now he's made you prosper. Now he's made you the head and the tail. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, let's go, let's go. All right, look. Look. Wow. But I got to finish. Verse 39. And they baked unleavened cakes of dough that they had brought out of Egypt. Everybody look at me. Say different. They were used to preparing the dough and allowing it to rise. Which means I'm used to my normal way of doing this. What God allowed 2020 to do is to change your normal. You never thought one time in your life in a United States of America, we'd be sitting up with... You thought that was something reserved for, the, for overseas. And I saw the tape. They over there partying while we were in masks. <laughs> I said, Wuhan got some nerve. <laughs> Having parties. Having raves. Doing their little flashlights and stuff. What's this? Look, 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 look. Say different. You are so used to the way you're doing it 
2020 was used for God to break your normal. So you would not be afraid of change. So he made the whole world change at the same time. So your normal could be interrupted. Because they're used to baking the cake. They're used to doing it, letting the dough rise, then baking it. They couldn't do that. Look at the verse. They had to bake it um, uh, uh, for it was not leaven. Check this out. I put this on. Look at the screen. Say, eat in the car. Here's what you want to do. I made, okay, God, look, I got time. I need time. I don't, don't rush me. I just need to slow down and calm down and relax. And you're trying to set your little stuff up. And God said, mm, 2021, you're going to have to eat in the car. You're not going to have time to set it up how you want to set it up. Because it's going to happen quick, fast, and in a hurry. On Friday, you're going to work in the department. By Monday, you're going to run the department. <laughs> Somebody say, quick, fast, and in a hurry. So you have to eat in the car. He tells them to get the food together, and y'all going to have to eat while we walk. 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 In other words, as you're walking, you're going to eat. That's what's going to give you what you need. Somebody say, eat while I walk. Eat while I walk. Eat while I walk. He says, you don't have time to sit down. You know, I just like things a certain way. It's going to be some stuff you're going to have to eat while you walk. In the building, look at somebody, don't touch them, just look at them and point to them and say, eat in the car. And here's what, don't nobody eat in my car. I, I keep a clean car. If you like me, I, somebody asked me one time, can I eat in the car? I look. Ask me something like that again. I wish. You ready? For the first, you ready for this? For the first time in my adult life, I ate in my car last week. First time in my adult life, I ate in my car last week. Now, you, 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 some of y'all looking real judgmental. <laughs> Sons, keep the house. Listen. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's, it's a code saying. That means don't worry about it. For the first time, and, and, and here's why I had to eat, because I had to get on Bishop Bright's radio, uh, talk show, and I needed to eat my bowl of fruit and stuff. I didn't have time to get home. So I had to eat in the car. And I was hot as fish grease. Because I'm like, look at this stuff. Stuff getting all on the, on the seat and all of this. Mm -mm. I started to talk crazy to myself. Get in the mirror. You bet I do this again. Take this out. But because of how the schedule was, I need you to get some more. Because of how the schedule was, I have to change my normal and do something that I normally don't like to do. But watch me, it wasn't the end of the world to do it. And some of you, there's some stuff you're going to have to do that's uncomfortable. But it's not the end of the world to do it. You better eat in the car. Eat in the car. For it was not leaven. Leaven in scripture, literally, it meant the bread didn't rise. But, it, but scripture, leaven has a deeper meaning. It, it means sin or error. Check this out. For the first, th listen, if you don't shout off in this middle section, I love you. Look, for the first time in their life, they did something with no sin or error. <laughs> Thank you.
it was different, but this time it was right. It was different, but this time there was no error. It was different, but this time there were no mistakes. It was different, but this time it wasn't them. It was God. It was different, but it was God. It was different, but it was divine. It was different, but it was the Lord. Because all of their life, the bread was allowed to have leaven. Until this one time. I need you to hear me. So for some of you, what God's really doing, it's different to you. But it's because there's not going to be any error this time. Last time you tried to build it, you built it with error. Last person you dated, there was error. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Last time you did it, there was error. There was sin. What does sin mean? Mistakes. You made a bunch of mistakes last time. But God says, for the first time in your life, and to, okay, for the first time in your life, in 2021, you're going to do it, and you're going to do it with no sin and no error. Because they were thrust out of Egypt and they could not wait. <laughs> Nor had they prepared provision for themselves. If I listen, if you don't hear nothing else I say tonight, because I got I to hurry up. If you don't hear nothing else I say tonight, listen to this one phrase. For my tweet, for my tweet, tweet, tweet on the bird, <laughs> tweet this. For my IG people, Instagram story this to me. For my Facebook people, post it on my page. Uh, for my TikTokers, do a dance to it, okay? For my Snapchatters, don't do nothing, nothing. Ooh, but that's Snapchat. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Type it on your Snapchat. Okay. Everybody listen. How you imagine it would be is ruining how good it is. Let me back. How you imagined it would be is ruining how good it is. And they mind they were going to come out of Egypt. Mm-hmm, Pharaoh. Look, back then you didn't want us. Now we're hot. You all up on us. See, this is what I've been trying to tell you the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Adonai, he is God. You know what I'm saying? This is my God. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying because all you're saying is you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. Say something so I can know what you're saying. You thought, you thought you were going to walk out and it was going to be certain something. You thought they were going to celebrate your exit. <laughs> you thought they were going to be happy when you gave them the good news. And how you imagined it would be is ruining how good it is. Because you created this mentality about how things are supposed to go, how it's supposed to. In fact, when you pray, listen, what if what was in your head, what if that was different than what you said? Like in your mind, when you said, God, I just pray for victory, you imagine just a day where you just were smiling the whole day, kickity, kickity with everybody all day. God is amazing. And the way you imagined it, is ruining how good it is. Y'all are finally getting out of 430 years. So sure you don't have time to bake your little cake. Your little cake wasn't that good, no how. Sure you have to manage more in transition. 
but now you have stuff to manage. You didn't have anything before. What you had was Pharaoh's. So sure, now this time you can't make mistakes. You made enough of them. You don't need no more mistakes in your relationships. You don't need no more mistakes in your friendships. You don't need no more mistakes in who you trust. I need you to, I need you to say this. I need you to say this. Say, how I imagine it would be is ruining how good it is. Like for some of you who you've just given your life to the Lord recently in the last you know, year or so, if you had it in your mind that I'm going to get saved and everything's going to be amazing, amazing, I ain't going to have no more problems, no more issues. I don't know who told you that. Who told you that? Y'all, some of y'all, how you imagine marriage would be. You just thought y'all was going to be just, you was going to be knocking it down every day. To only be told I'm tired. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this church. Married people with appropriate paperwork and documentation from the state. Signed by a man of God. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I'm going to move on. And you're missing the fact somebody actually cares about you. You're missing the fact that somebody loves you enough to tolerate your... You, you're missing how good it is because of how you imagined it would be. When you had kids, you thought you were building an army of servants. Go get me the remote. Mama, it's right. Are we getting the point, y'all? You thought management was sitting in your office drinking coffee all day, checking in with people. How's it going today, Diane? <laughs> to only realize it was babysitting adults. <laughs> but what you forget is you have privileges the ones you lead don't have. You, what you put up with allows you to live another level of life. What you manage allows you, okay, y'all, okay. How you imagined it would be is ruining how good it is. You thought if I get this degree, life's going to be better. You got the degree? You got the student loans? And you're like, Lord, come on, send me better. Hey. I'm going to say it another time because this thing hit me most with the most, with the deepest level of profundity out of the entire message. How I imagine it would be is ruining how good it is. Because for all of the tough stuff you have to put up with, let's be honest, you live in a quality of life that other people wish they could live. You are doing things other people wish they could do. You ain't been worried about money for years. What? Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You've not been worried about You are living better now than you ever have. Don't let how you imagine it would be ruin how good it is. Can I finish? You sure? All right, let's finish. 
So here, here it is. Say, this yeah. is better than that. Come on, Tonto, we're about to ride. Say, this is better than that. So let's look at one more thing. Numbers 13, 27, New Living Translation. So now Moses sends spies to the promised land. I need you to take this out. Joshua sent two spies to cross the Jordan to the promised land. Moses sent 12. What does this mean? As you progress, your circle decreases. These people ain't saying nothing. Stage right, you better get it. You better get it. As you progress, your circle decreases in size. Middle section, please redeem that section. As you progress, your circle decreases in size. Some of y'all talking about, it seemed like last year I had 40 friends. This year I got three. Good. That means you're making progress. God had to cut some dead weight off of you. Joshua learned from the 12. Joshua said, only two came back with a good report. So I'm only sending two this time. In other words, God says, you better have learned something by now. You better have learned from last year. You better have learned from those last set of mistakes. Somebody say, I'm wiser, I'm better, I'm smarter, I'm more spiritual. So look, so look, so look. This was their report to Moses. How many spies did Moses send? Twelve. Joshua sends? Moses sends? Joshua sends? How many come back with a bad report? Ten. How many come back with a good report? Two. Bad report? Ten. Good report? Two. That means the odds... Here's how you know it's God. The odds are stacked against you. If there are no odds against you, whatever you're doing ain't God. The numbers ought to make you say, ooh, I don't know. Y'all ain't said nothing. The news ought to make you say, well, maybe I should wait. They got this variant out. No, you better not. You better do it, and you better do it now. All right, y'all ready? All right, Numbers 13, 27. I replace, watch this, but you ready. And then I'm going to replace you ready with look at him. Now look at that. Numbers 13, 27. This was their report to Moses. We enter the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, which means they crossed the Jordan. Because the only way, to get, only way to get to the promised land is to go over the Jordan. Wh which, means, which means they had to actually get into the Jordan River go over, go into the promised land, spy it out, and come back. It, it took them a, a sizable amount of time. Look at this. He says, it indeed is a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Right? Here is the kind of fruit it produces. Then they showed him a piece of the fruit. They're like, we brought some fruit. We had to carry this fruit through the river and bring this fruit over here so you could see this fruit, Moses. It's amazing. Milk and honey. But guess what that means? Milk, that means you're going to have to farm. Honey, that means you're going to get stung. But this is better. But look at what they say, verse 31. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. How do you know that? You never engaged let me tell you a problem. Is you are too, you ready? Please don't be offended. And if you are, I need you to realize that is your issue. <laughs> you are too presumptuous. 
you come to conclusions based on inaccurate information. Bishop didn't look over me when he was preaching. I think, I think, I don't know. You don't know what? It was dark in your section. <laughs> no, I'm just serious. People will come up with stuff, and I'd be like, what? What? Look at scripture. So look, he says, the other men disagreed with him. We can't go up against him. They're stronger than me. Verse 32. So they spread this bad report about the land amongst the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. <laughs> uh-uh, we ain't bringing, mm -mm, they gone. We are not bringing that back. Give me all the kickstand on the way home. The overflow called it. Listen. <laughs> everybody listen. Everybody listen. Say the people were giants. Say, say it was a great land. Here's the deal. They looked at it. And then here's what they did. They ignored their progress. So what did they do? They started to regress. Here go that low self-esteem again. I can't do this. There's so many good people there already. There's so many amazing people already there. There's so many amazing singers already. There's so many amazing musicians already. There's so many. There's so many already. There's no space for us. <laughs> Not realizing they in your space. Y'all better go back before Facebook and realize there was something called MySpace. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to MySpace. <laughs> They are literally in the land you are supposed to occupy. That's not their space. That's your space, which means it's my space. They've been building my city. They've been building my building. They've been, y'all ain't going, they've been building it for you, and you're about to walk in there and take it over. Somebody say, I don't take sides. I take over. What does this mean? If they were huge, they built things for their height. <laughs> Which means everything they've been preparing for us is going to be more than what we need in the first place. Why? He does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that you he does exceedingly and abundantly above all that you ask or think so look so look look the people were huge but check this out verse 33 we even saw giants somebody say giants we even saw giants but somebody say this is better than that we, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. Uh, uh, come here. Uh, give me a shorty. We got a shorty in the room. Shorty. We got a. It doesn't be nobody down. Uh, do you mind? Okay, would you? Oh, here we go. We got, that's okay. We're going to do both of y'all. Because y'all going to be Joshua and Caleb. 
you're going to be Josephine and Calibria. Now look, to him, y'all looking at him comparing yourself to him, not realizing you're out of order to compare yourself to another. Because you got your own lane. You're not in somebody else's lane. So as long as you keep comparing yourself to somebody else, this is why you got so many haters. This is why you have so many people that talk trash and talk mess. Because they looking at him when they need to be looking forward. Y'all look forward. I got my own lane. I'm not trying to get in yours. If it's two cars in one lane, we're going to crash. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, stop looking at others and stay in your lane. Say, be the very best you and don't hate on nobody else. So, so the rest of them were like, we're grasshoppers in our sight. But jo Joshua and Caleb, Calibria and Josephina, go with it. They came forward and they said, we ain't studying them. Somebody said, I'm not studying them. Please say it again. Say, I'm not studying them. Because look, because look. Look, he says, next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought, too. How do you know what they thought? You're too presumptuous. What you don't realize is they're actually afraid of you. You, you don't even realize how big of a deal you are in the spirit because of how much you've overcome. You talking about I'm scared of the devil. To hell with that. The devil is scared of you. You. Thank you, ladies. Thank you all. Thank you all. I'm not cussing. Hell is a Greek word, Gehenna. They'll put it on the screen for you. It means hot trash. We added it since I say it. If I look at me, say giants. I'm done. I'm done. Here are the giants. Here they are. Giants comes from the word nephilim. Uh, take me to Numbers uh, uh, 33. Give me 33. 14, 13. 13, 33. Thank you. Say the giants. And I listen. Here's the four meanings of the giants. Here's four meanings. Say four meanings. This is what you're facing. That my assignment tonight is to kill. And I realize I preach a little longer than normal, but can you let me kill it? Online, I need you to let me kill it. For my East Coast family, I know it's 1052, but you ain't got to do nothing but get up in the morning, roll over, and go to your dining room table. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Here's the giants. Say Nephilim. Here's what the word giant means in Hebrew. Everybody listen to me. Giants doesn't mean big people in Hebrew. In Hebrew, giant means, number one, trying to be accepted by the wrong people. Why are you as a lion trying to be accepted by sheep? Why are you as five star trying to be accepted by one star? Why is you as somebody blessed trying to be accepted by somebody cursed? Why is you as the head trying to be accepted by people that's in the tail? Number two, to lie down and rot. For something to rot, that means it had to first be alive. What does that mean? You're sleeping on your potential. You're sleeping on your ability. You're not doing anything with what you've been through. You're not doing anything with what you've been through. So life is literally rotting. Somebody say, but that ends tonight. Number three, you ready? To be disqualified by people or yourself. 
you'll let people say, you ain't good enough. You ain't got what it takes. God ain't going to use you. You messed up. You got a pass. You screwed up. You did this. You did that. Let the redeemed of the Lord say. And here's number four. Number four is the most interesting one to me. Here's what giant means, to be. What does it mean? You ain't doing nothing. Because you're scared. Yeah, you scared. Uh-uh, let me get in your face. Yeah, you scared. Yeah, you scared. Yeah, you scared. You, you sitting up worrying about what if I fail? You failed before, so what? You sitting up talking about what if they talk about me? They talking now, you just don't know it. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> what if it don't work? The same God that got you to it will get you through it. <laughs> what if I feel like a fool? Well, don't feel like a fool no more. Get over it. Right? Change how you feel. Let me get in your face for a minute. In 2021, you're not just going to be, but you're going to become. You're not just going to be. You are going to become. Say, I'm not just going to be. I'm going to become. Look. So what did they do? When they tried to be accepted by the wrong people, when they lied down and rotted, when they were disqualified by people or themselves, or they just were to be, what, what happens? They started complaining. Somebody said they complained. I'm done. Here it is. So guess what happens? Now they wander for 40 years. For 40 years, God took care of them but they were wandering. For 40 years, God says, I love you. <laughs> Have you noticed, though, all you're doing is waking up, eating, working, using the bathroom, eating some more, working, and going to bed. All you're doing is wandering. All you're doing is doing the same stuff your mama and them did. Doing the same stuff your daddy and them did. Just wandering. But somebody say, that's over. Say, that's over. Say, that's over. So look, Numbers 14, 34. I got to finish. I got to stop right here. Because this is God speaking. Say, this is God speaking. Because your men explored the land 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years. A year for each day, suffering the consequences of your sins. What's the point? Sin is forgiven, but it still has consequences. I want you to look at the last part of this. Then you're going to know what it's like, God says, to have me as your enemy. You've been talking trash about me. You've been saying I'm not good. You've been saying it ain't going to work. You've been saying I brought you out here to die. You've been saying why is Sheila getting ahead of you? You've been saying all of this stuff. And the real reason is you scared. The real reason is you scared. The real reason is look at somebody and tell them say Trying to be accepted by the wrong people, lying down and rotting. Go back to the definitions for giant. To be. 
and to be disqualified by people or yourself. They spent a year wandering for every day they complained or for every day they sought the promised land, they, they explored the promised land. Here's my assignment tonight. This ain't for everybody, but just for those of us. My assignment tonight is to get you out of your wander. What is wandering? I don't know where I'm going. I rebuke confusion. I rebuke uncertainty. I rebuke a fear of failure. I rebuke a telephobia thinking you're not good enough. This is better than that. This is better than that. And I declare all of your knowledge is being brought to bear. All of your wisdom is being brought to bear. All of your experience is being brought to bear. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and possess the kingdom. Tonight, if you're in this building, i got to do this quickly, and you're not a Christian or you're online and you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night. Thirdly, you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. Tonight is your night. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure. Bishop, what does it mean to become a Christian? It means I give my life to the Lord. It means, watch me, I am saved from what? What am I saved from, Bishop? Not just from hell, but you're saved from yourself. And the rest of your days, he makes the best of your days. When you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. In this building, raise your hand online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Respond right now. Respond right now. Come on, church. Let's celebrate those that are coming to the Lord. Respond right now. Respond right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. You love me. Thank you for that love. Thank you for washing me, giving me a fresh start and a new beginning. And my next 12 will be my best 12. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Text the word DECISION to 55498 to let us know about your decision and we'll send you amazing resources to help you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. The rest of your life will be the best of your life. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.